have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Hi guys. So before we start the episode, I did make mention of this in the episode that the audio might sound different. was hoping that it actually wouldn't, but lo and behold, it actually does. So there is going to be points where I am going to be re-recording certain parts that is really difficult to hear, but there are most of the episode will probably be the original recording and the audio is not the greatest. I apologize for this, um, but we will not be using this editor, this recorder again. We'll be sticking to what we know. I know it works. I know it sounds better. So I apologize for this. This is the first episode of this of this show. So it sucks that the audio is a little sucky, but bear with me. It'll only be for this episode only, and we will not have this happen again. Again, I apologize for the audio being horrible, but thank you for sticking with it, and it will be better for the next episode. Welcome to Reality Tea Time Soup, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Janika, and today we are going to be talking about The Last Resort. So, guys, this show was a lot better than I expected it to. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this to be a good show at all. Um, so we have a few things that we're going to talk about in the beginning of the episode, um, which is going to pertain to how we're covering the show. Obviously, this makes their formatting a little harder for us. We're dealing with people that we're not going to be discussing, which is Adam's Angela and Michael. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about another thing. Um, 
so we'll talk about that as well. Um, and then we also have memes and we have the pop gods that I think I will just put here. Um, with this with this episode, it doesn't really pertain to any episode. Um, so we'll be doing that. So first thing that we're going to do is how we sound at the moment. I'm trying something new. I'm trying to use different podcast software. This is the first time that I'm using it. Um, I don't know how this is going to work, how this is going to sound. But if we sound any different with this episode, that's why um, this might become a permanent move. I'll let you know. <laughs> but once I know, you know, we can talk about whatever changes, if there is any changes. There probably isn't any changes for you guys, but that might be why we sound a little different. I don't know. But there's that. And then for last resort, and how we're going to cover this show. So, as people probably can see from who watched this episode, um, how this formatting is, is very similar to, like, the tell-all, where everyone has opinion about everything, or in group settings. So, because of this, there might be moments where we will hear something from Ed, or hear something from Liz or Angela and Michael. Um, like, I have no issues talking about Michael. It's Angela that obviously I have issues with, um, and that Ava has issues with. So, you know, we don't have an issue talking about Michael, but... Yeah, so there might be moments of that in in the show. It's kind of hard to avoid, especially if it pertains to a different couple that we talk about. So this is how we're going to be doing it. If there is if there is anything that pertains to a couple we are talking about that is coming from Ed or Liz or Angela we probably will have to talk about it or bring it up. Um, but in a group setting, if there's anything that pertains to Edward, Angela, Michael, we will not be discussing unless I really want to discuss something about Angela. As I've said in the past, Ed and Liz are a hard, hard no for me. I just refuse. Um, so, like, I don't care that they're getting married. Like, I know it's been floating around interwebs. I don't, I don't give a shit. So, that will not be discussed on this podcast, but at any length. So, now, if Angela divorces Michael, I might talk about that. <laughs> but, otherwise, we will not be talking about them. But I have to get that out in the beginning of the episode, because, you know, there might be moments where we do hear from them. Um, I, I, I don't think I can really put timestamps in there at all. There's nothing that I cover from them that should be triggering me more about the couple that I'm talking about. 
but there's very little item list that I have written down, so not to worry about that. When I mean very little, I mean very, 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 very little. Angela might be a little more just because of her reactions to a certain thing. For those who didn't watch the episode, I won't spoil it yet. I'll do more order. Um, so there might be more, more um, with that. Um, so that's kind of it. Um, well, let's get into the hot goss. So the first hot goss that I have, which really I think is the only hot goss that I have for this episode is, now this is pertaining to my very much of a rant slash mixed to discuss this. This is pertaining to Below Deck. This was talked about in the last week's episode of Bachelorette at the very beginning. Um, so again, I will be putting a trigger warning here for this. Um, but this is pertaining to Below Deck. This is pertaining to the attempted sexual assaults sexual harassment, rape. This is what this is um, pertaining to. So that starts right now. So Laura, Laura, who is our stew, who was let go um, last week's episode, has decided to come out to put her two cents into everything that happened, okay? This bitch doesn't even have the decency to keep her mouth shut. She decided that she had to defend not only her, but also Luke, who is the aggressor, those who didn't listen, and you are listening now. Um, well, one of the aggressors, anyway. Um... He, she, she decided to say the following things that just really fucking shows her character. She says, first thing, sorry, Adam, who, again, if you didn't listen to last week's, Adam is a guy, or a decky, who Laura was interested in, but couldn't take no for an answer. We'll leave it at that. She said, sorry, Adam that it was so hard to hide that I liked you. I might have been a little obnoxious. Ma'am, sorry that I couldn't hide that I liked you. That's not the problem. The problem is, is that you couldn't take no for an answer. That's the problem. Then she goes on to say, and I will stay loyal to myself and my friend, Luke. And if you want to go fuck his life up, you can go to his Instagram handle, Luke Bones Jones. That's it. All one word. So you can go to that. I mean, I wouldn't advise, but I mean, if you're going to try and rape a woman while she is sleeping and crawl her naked, you get what's coming to you. Let me continue with what she said. I never do or ever will stand up for what is wrong. So you're trying to tell me that the fact that he tried to rape another woman isn't what's wrong, but the fact that he was let go was? Okay. 
And she goes on to say, you cannot bend to me. English is her second language. I'm a hustler and you have nothing on me. Hashtags. Hashtag haters gonna hate. What? And that's on you, she says. No, the fact that you can't understand that this man sexually or tried to, you know, do something to her is what's the problem right now. Anyway, she goes on to say, stay true to yourself. I know what is wrong or right, and you will not change my mind, no matter how hard you try. Then, oh my, okay. She has more to say, guys. It's not over. And I get messages from the key warriors. The key warriors are called keyboard warriors, you idiot. But the support I get outweighs it. If anyone is supporting this woman and you're listening to this podcast, I need listenership. But guess what? I don't need it that badly. Please stop listening. Okay? Because no way. No way. Let's continue. I want to say thank you to all the people who does relate to me and see the reality behind the reality TV. What? Your gold. Who appreciates me for being me and encourage me to stay true to myself even when it would be easier not to hashtag be you. She goes even further on doubling down on her victim blaming and goes on to say about Margot, who is the woman who um, Luke nearly raped, says what I was saying, the next few weeks will be very interesting to say the least. Wink emoji. Buckle up, folks. I have a question, Laura. How do you know you were just fired? How do you know what's to come um, in the next few weeks of this of the season? You were swiftly fired by Captain Jason. But anyways... That's it for the hot cause. That is the end of the trigger warning. So now let's go into the memes. So in total, we have a few memes. Some of them with dog on Angela and, and Ed, um, which I very much enjoy and loved. So any way that I can like talk shit about these two people, on our socials, it will be happening. <laughs> but um, again, some of the memes will be on our socials. Well, all of the memes will be on our social, social, socials, socials. I can't talk today. Socials. Um, but we will read a few here, as we always do. So, meme number one Is Michael ever coming to the US? That's a very good question. We'll get there. Again, it's kind of, if people don't know this by now, spoiler alert, no, he ain't. Let's continue. Meme number two. Queen Kalani took the hall pass. And for those who didn't watch the show, we'll get there. This is the reason why I'm here right now. Okay. Meme number three. Didn't he just promise to be nice? As pertaining to Ed 
saying he would be nice to Yara and Jody. It's probably the only mention I'm going to have about that. Um, because I did not write that down. I didn't care to, but that is it for the memes for this week. We do obviously, like I said, more, but that will be up on our social medias and that's where you can get it. So the reason that we are here, the last resort season one, episode one, the last chance. So again, just to make this a little easier for everyone to understand, we're going to go couple by couple first in the beginning. So everything that happens before the group setting will be happening before about all of that in the beginning and going by couple by couple like we normally do and then we go to group setting and then anything that will happen after the group settings will be talked about after the group settings and I will go by couple by couple again if that pertains couple by couple only one couple this episode so let's get into it First people we're going to talk about, Kalani and Oswald. So, they're coming with their kids. And in the beginning of this, I'm like, oh, wait, why? Um, you're on a couple's retreat where you need to fix your marriage. I feel like bringing the children is not a great idea, but... I was very confused initially. And, um, yeah. So they get there, and Oswaldo, when they get there, he just goes and he just runs into that ocean. And one of his sons, I'm not sure, I don't remember their names, but I think it's the older one, also attempts to go running into the ocean, but then he's like, no, maybe not. <laughs> Um, the next kind of thing we see with them, Oswaldo says that the ocean smells like sharks and turtles. <laughs> and I said, my guy, what does sharks and turtles smell like? Like, I, I, when, when Kalani asked him, like, what does the ocean smell like? And that's what he came back with. But then I'm thinking... Um, I would think someone might say salt, because you know, salt water. No, no, this man said shark and turtles. And I said, again, sir, I, I've never been up close to a sea turtle or a shark. So, um, what does that smell like? Anyway. He talks about the fact that he fell in love with Kalani's personality. Um, she says, just admit you fell in love with my boobs, basically. And uh, he didn't deny it. <laughs> so, okay. Um, and this is where we find out that they have had some problems with infidelity. Hold on to that. Because in this moment you think that Oswaldo has cheated. Right? 
There's more. We'll get there for those who didn't watch the episode. So then we see Colini. She is coming. And again, for those who are an avid 90 dayers, didn't watch this episode, Colini is her twin sister who, when we first saw Osvaldo come to the US, Colini hated him because, oh my goodness, this is what fucking in my mind right now. There was cheating, apparently, that happened. But again, if you remember, for those who did watch it, they were actually on a break, Ross and Rachel style. Yeah. So I don't know if that's not cheating. Anyway. Um, so anyway, Coolini's here to help the kids when they are doing the couples retreat stuff. And Osvaldo is scared because he, before she comes into the room, he's like, should I hide? No, sir, you shouldn't hide. What is Kalani with her come up? Kalani, Kalani, Kalani and Kalani would fuck him up. Not to mention, for those who haven't seen their dad, I'm shocked he's alive. Oh my. Anyway. Apparently we find out from Kalani that things were actually really good between them and... Because of the cheating, it has gone back to ground zero. So we're like, oh, you guys actually liked each other. Or I should say, Colini liked him. Not anymore. No. Um, Kalani says that she's not confrontational because she's talking about the fact that there's like these other couples at this point. They still don't know who's here. Um, and like, none of the couples know who's there yet until the end of the group setting. And she says that, you know, I'm not confrontational, but I am that bitch. And I said, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Again, for those who never saw a single episode of this show, I just, if I can remember exactly what season it is, I would tell you, but I don't remember, but it's one of the HGA seasons that we were after. When the Mom and the sister show up. Australia's mom and sister. <laughs> that was great. That was gold. And that's when we saw that. Yeah, Kalani, you like that bitch. Um, so Kalini says that, you know, she wants him to be honest. She doesn't think he would be, though. And she says, mm-hmm. well, he's going to probably end up doing this, you know, crying fake tears. And I actually agree. I will say, just because I probably won't be talking about it a whole lot during the episode, but this man cries a lot, and I don't believe any of his tears. That's just the blanketed, I don't believe his tears at any point. Um, so, once Colini comes and takes the kids and gets into her own room, um, Kalani then decides to call down to front desk and ask for pillows, comforters, whatever and whatnot. And uh, and what you're hanging off the phone, Osmanu says, "What's going on?" And this girl says, "Well, I think we should save separately. I'll leave until we start therapy for like a couple of days." 
as we all know, I'm the wiser <laughs> about this decision. And he's like, well, you don't want me sleeping with you? And she's like, well, I think that you could sleep in the next room and me and the boys can sleep here. You know, maybe we'll switch it up, you know, once we start there. And he's not happy about this, but he does agree to do it. And I said, in this moment, in this moment, you're thinking, okay, she just wants to have a little separation. And that is okay. She's allowed to have some separation if need be. But when it comes, comes to light in the group session, you get someone to believe that this girl probably thought the bullshit that I'm about to tell him. He probably does not want to sleep in this bed. So let me just get this started from now. Honestly. Or, or maybe it's partially after I tell him this bullshit, he, I'm not going to want him near me. And I think it's a little bit of both. And we'll get to it at that point. Um, so next, we have Molly and Kelly. Or really just Molly. Because Molly's coming separately from Kelly. We don't even see him until the group session. Um, so because of that, I don't have a whole lot of Molly uh, before the group session. Or even during the group session because it was really cool. and was really heavy. Um, so, Molly says that her and Kelly have not been on the same page and believes that there is still hope for them, though. Spoiler alert, no, there ain't. Oh, God. So, she says that once he retired and he moved to Georgia, things fell apart and he just kind of lost his motivation. And she says that they are not together at the moment, but that they do stay in touch. So again, um, for those who don't watch, like I'm not going to go as far back as to Molly's history. If you really want to know her history, um, if you haven't watched this, this show before, you haven't seen Molly before, I highly advise going back and finding her season. With her first person was with Louise. It's gold, honestly. So I would highly advise if you want to know some backstory with Molly, go watch that. But I'm not going to go through all of that. What I will go through though is a little bit Kelly and Molly's history. Again, if you want the full picture, Single Life Season 1, we'll have all of that. But basically, she met Kelly online. Kelly lived in Brooklyn, I believe, and he worked for the MIPD. And um, when they met, you know, they definitely hit it off. Her younger daughter really loves him. The older daughter seemed to like him as well. Not anymore. But, um, but yeah, they, they seem to really hit it off. Watching this show and seeing her, the differences with her between with Kelly and then Louise, it was just night and day. This man, Kelly, you could tell, really cared for her, really loved her, and she was really getting something really good with him, uh, which is why this is so hard to watch, um, because 
efficient thing would work. Um, and he made the decision because, I don't know, maybe, probably because of her business. Um, she does have a lingerie store or bras and stuff um, called Libby Ray, as she has with her friend. Is there not friends? Anyway, we're not going to, I'm not going into that, <laughs> but, um, and he was going to be retiring soon. He was heading for retirement age. Um, so he ended up retiring from the police force, moving from Brooklyn to Georgia, and here we are. And clearly, the move didn't go good, but, yeah, that's pretty much all we've heard of between Molly and Kelly. Oh, again, everybody before with your obsession. So now we are with Jovi and Yarl. And I'm still very confused as to why they're here, honestly. Um but it you know, whatever. It is what it is. So Jovi and Yara. So he says that they need to establish themselves in the US before Decided to get an apartment in Europe, so we're right back where we left off, HEA. And he's worried that she will basically move to the US, oh, sorry, move to Europe. Not only move to Europe, stay in Europe for long periods of time, keep going back and forth, and that she'll just not want to ever come back. And she says that's absolutely ridiculous. That is her insecure. That is his insecurities. And she says that's why you need to have some therapy. That you can discuss this with a therapist. So, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, I get it. And he says, well, maybe therapy can just tell you that you're wrong. So she says that the biggest issue is that. He wants another child, which I do mention, and she doesn't. She's made that pretty clear from the last season of HEA. Um, but she wants to go to the pool, she mentions. Um, and uh, he doesn't because she starts to undress to put on her bikini, and he's like, Are you sure you want to go to the pool? So, guys, he's he's horny, he wants. He wants to fuck. So he um, he basically takes the, the curtain and he closes it shut and they go onto the bed and I guess they have sex instead of her going to the pool. I don't know. But she does also then say that she is keeping a really big secret from him and he is probably going to freak out about this. And I did discuss this with Ava after the show and she and I kind of both agree that it could be one of two things. Number one, either she has already bought this apartment in Prague and he is unaware of this or, in which I think is the most likely scenario, she's on birth control and he doesn't know it. And I think this is going to upset him um, because, as mentioned, he wants to try for another baby. 
and she doesn't. So her way of preventing that from happening is to be on birth control. So I can't recall if I said this in the original recording because, you know, spoiler, this is re-recorded, this section anyways is re-recorded. And I I don't recall if I said this previously, but I'm going to say this now. Um, having a child isn't going to fix your problems. And I think because they were having some difficulties prior to her getting married to him, but she got pregnant before they even got married. So I think like maybe in his mind, he's thinking, well, we had Myla and that helped us, you know, strengthen our relationship. So maybe another baby is going to strengthen the relationship, but she's made it very clear. She doesn't want another baby. She does say that she does want another one in the future, but she doesn't want one right now. Myla's still pretty young. And for those who don't watch this, this show at all, the type of work that he does lends him to be away from home for a month and home for a month. So that's basically his schedule. And she is alone for that month. She doesn't live close to Mama Jovi anymore, Mama Gwen anymore. Um, so she doesn't have that support anymore or as easily anymore um, now that they live further away. So she's literally on her own. So then you want her to be literally on her own for a month while you go to work and she's home with not only now Myla, but now another baby. Even if she is just alone, pregnant and with Myla, that could still be a lot for her. So I do understand why she wants to wait until maybe at least Myla's school age. You know, I get it. So yeah, I, it's not going to fix your problems, Jovi. Like, children don't fix your problems. But yes, that's basically it for this section with Yara and Jovi before we head into the group session. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code REALITYT2 to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P, Dot CA and use our unique coupon code REALITY2. That's R E A L I T E A and the number 2. So before we go into the session, the only 
that I want to talk about with Angela is that Annabelle was the only person that wanted to get there because Molly came by herself too. Angela was the only person that the front desk said, You're alone? I said, Producers, I see you. I see what you did there. Okay. And uh, she has her first papers. So, really, you drop those into her papers for her. So, now it's group time, guys. So, Jovi and Yara, they hit it first. And Yara says that the last person she wants to see is Angela. Because of the tell all. So, for those who don't remember, who didn't watch or whatever, the the issue that Yara and, and Angela had was because, I guess, Yara said something to Angela, but Angela didn't like crosses me. And Angela kind of got in her face. Like she did literally get in her face. She walked up to her and it got in her face. So, and, uh, yeah. Yara basically just told her to sit down and grab her face, basically. So, and it says that if she gets in her face, she will stab her in the eye with her nails. Great. So, the next person we see is Molly. The Pony. Molly. Cole Pony. Oprah needs to help Molly. Um, because she loves Molly. And Cole and then says that Kelly isn't there yet. And she asks, like, what happened? And Molly's quite big here, just to figure out, because, you know, the show. But she kind of says, again, like, this not doing it, okay. And we have a problem in those comic years. Um, Jovi is not thrilled. Liz, in this moment, just keeps saying, I got you a gift, Jovi. So you're just feeding into the fucking drama. Like, what the fuck? Again, those who don't know, Jovi and Pratt don't fucking like each other. I don't mind me to why. It's ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not doing it. But they don't like each other. So, yeah. Um, I'm just like, Liz, really? First of all, I, he's not good to anybody. No one fucking wants him here. Anyway, let's continue. Um, and I recently tell him becomes we found out here that he had moved to Georgia about six months ago. He says he sees a different woman. And there has been that distance flowing between them. And I wrote down, because he's a guy everybody, but he's too damn enthusiastic about me. That he like hugs him. She's so excited, and I said, you have lost points with me for that. Really? Why is it? This is why fucking Pred is on this show, because all the straight men want to watch him. But newsflash, straight men, I told my straight, I told my man about this, I even sent him those fucking, like, voice notes. For those who don't know, um, 
why this guy doesn't get fucking covered with any podcast now is because he like is seems so disgusting to Liz at one point. And she put it out there. She's the one that did it. This is also why I don't want to talk about her either because you 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 fucked this guy up. Which you should have. There's no problem there. Let me stay to him. So I have no I know it's not being yet. I don't understand why men think this is okay with us. Because when I said that to my boyfriend, he's like, this is fucked up. <laughs> Which is the right fucking response. Um, so straight men, because you're the fucking reason why there's no woman who watches the show who's a fan of this man. There's nobody. So the straight men is doing all that. Anyway, let's continue. The Kelly says had a video call with Molly. We just make mistakes, and Holly don't even do that. So I, I said here, like, we don't live separately anymore. You live in separate countries anymore. Or separate countries, God, separate states anymore. You live in the same state. You live together. So of course I'm not gonna happen now. But then this led me to realize, okay. You guys are holding on to something that isn't so much now in case your relationship has evolved into something different. And that there's nothing wrong with that. But you're holding on to something that no longer makes sense. You're never going to be this lovey dovey situation. Your relationship goes through ebbs and flows. That's just normal. But it's how you handle the absolute flows. So, I thought here he was being very unrealistic as to what he expected from Molly in this moment. I don't know if he's looking at Molly. I don't know if he... I don't know. But if he is taking that to the road, it's like, that's not gonna happen now. I mean, yeah, sure, maybe once in a while we have a video call with each other, like if she's at work or something, but you guys have to I don't, I don't know what to tell him here, but like, that's, I don't know. I know there's a lot more to it, but we'll get to it, um, that we'll talk about in the fall, but I, I don't know what he was talking here. And then we see Angela walking in, and as we can suspect, Yara is not at all thrilled. And Kalani says, here comes the trouble. Kalani and, and Angela seem to actually really get along. They seem to be friends. Um, and Kalani says that her and Angela are kind of similar because they have good words. And I said, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But whatever you say. <laughs> um, Oswella says that uh, Angela can bring the good vibes and the bad vibes but that he doesn't pay too much attention. And I said, well, good for you. 
like Angela is so excited to see Molly because they're both Georgia girls. And she says like they live like an hour apart from each other if they've never met. So she's very excited to see Molly. Um and then Yara with the shade, and I love it, says, if anyone needs therapy, it's Angela. Um, so then we see Kalani and Angela talk off the side. And Kalani says that she's pretty much going through the same thing that Angela is going through currently. Now, as the viewer, you know in this moment that she's talking about the infidelity. Right? Because Angela, it came out during HGA, and Michael was cheating. So, Angela didn't quite bit on that, though. She didn't. Um, and initially, so Kalani says to Angela and someone that he cheated. And Angela says, wow, he's lucky that you are still here. Hold on to that. Okay. Angela thinks that Michael didn't cheat in person here because she says, like, oh, you know, you think you have a bad luck with somebody else because they probably have worse. And she says, like, I was who cheated physically. I mean, at least Michael only cheated online. I said, honey, funny. You think Michael didn't cheat on you physically? You think it's only? You're not in Nigeria 24 7, honey. Like, come on. Who do you know that he got a BJ in the initial thing? Come on, no. I know for a second thing it was just a BJ. Hmm. Next, we see Molly argues with Kelly about cutting the glass. Because to add some context, which I really didn't want to, but talking about Ed and Liz getting a home in Arkansas, they're going to be moving. Spoiler alert, they've already moved. Um, but they, um, they're talking about that and talking about more land and all this and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, cutting grass or the use that. Because if you saw his home in San Diego, he didn't have a whole lot of grass. So, you know, whatever. And this is where the fight happens between Molly and Kelly about the the grass not being cut and Kelly not doing it. Um, hopefully you guys can hear the song happening outside the window. <laughs> anyway, um, Kelly said that the mower doesn't work. And Molly says, yes, it does. Um, and in this moment, like it's such a pathetic fight, honestly. But they can't even be near each other. They can't even handle being near each other. She literally walks away in this moment. And, you know, he says, and it's at the moment that he didn't expect hiccups. But not like this. He kind of refers to her as very cold. Um, and just, you know, not talk about her. I'll have to take. So, um, anyway. Therapy. It's therapy time, guys. So here we meet the therapist. We have Petey Silverera, who I didn't know was a woman. Anyway, she is a marriage and family therapist. We have Dr. 
I think it's Jamie. Yeah, I think it's Jamie. Lacey. Um, she is a relationship trauma expert. Then we have Dr. Jason Hardegas, and he is a certified temperament therapist. I say Angela needs that. And Ed. Anyway. So Molly and Kelly. Y'all, they don't even sit together. They don't even sit together. Molly did not want to beside him. And we see Michael, as usual. He's here by video. On a stick, guys. They have him on a stick. A big stick. <laughs> um, so right now it's 2 a.m. in Nigeria, so... Yeah, he's doing the damn thing, I guess. So Dr. Jason, he says that he notices that Molly and Kelly are sitting apart and have not blown, you know. <laughs> um, so before we address the seating arrangements, they talk about what they could be going to do with different therapies. And I wrote down, I wrote down a couple, a couple doozies. So we have some Karma Sutra therapy. Be very careful with Karma Sutra therapy because that's what Jenny had submitted. And uh, someone has some stomach problems afterwards. Y'all, when that episode came, I'm not going to go into all details about it, but when that episode showed up, we found out that he's basically shitting himself constantly because of that thing, Karma Sutra. I hadn't laughed so hard in my life. I was crying. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, they're going to be doing that, and they're also going to be doing past life regression therapy. What is that? That is so interesting to me. Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, and they say at the end of the two weeks, there will be a commitment ceremony. So... There is now this request from, I believe it was Dr. Jason, who asked Molly if she could stick that in it. And we're going to have some people scoot on over to allow space for Molly to sit beside Kelly. And Kelly, in this moment, says, No. And Molly's like, What? Well, first of all, Molly, you didn't sit beside him, so then you're really surprised that he says no. What he would have sat beside her if it was for that's like hours of time. And she when she finally sits down beside him just gives him this look like if I could kill you I would. <laughs> they hate one another. They hate each other. Just wow. He, in this moment, says that he, again, in the moment, says that he was embarrassed by her not sitting beside him. Because he says, you know, if you're not going to sit beside me, like, why are we even here? And she says that she wasn't really thinking about it that way, but says, like, I just want to sit beside you. That's it. And she's very dismissive of it. Um, so they do talk about the reasons why they love each other and all of that and what drew, drew them to each other. We can talk about that. 
So we have a drama. We have that. So Molly says that she didn't feel um, compelled to sit beside him because things are not good. This is what she tells the therapist. He says, I don't know this woman. Okay, Lenore. And I wouldn't have moved here. And instead of just listening to him and hearing what he has to say, she says, Well, I told you not to. And he says, See, that's the fucking problem. Right? And he said he stopped everything for her. So in this case, he's talking about leaving to Georgia. Fearing my job because I mean, he wasn't at retirement age yet. He probably still had maybe another five years, um, depending. I don't know exactly what he did. Um, I don't think he was like a detective or anything, so I, I, he probably still had something, right? Um, and so she apparently would ask him to do things with us around. Like around the house, and he makes comment here where he says, I didn't move here to be your do boy. Now, we're enjoying our thinking about do boy is basically, we have come to the conclusion that a do boy is someone who just does, right? You tell him to do something, he just does. Now, this is what I'm going to say. I'm not all surprised by this. Because she had the same expectation for Louise when he was here. And Louise also had a problem with it. I think the problem with Molly is, not to say that you shouldn't be helping out or contributing or helping with her daughter, whatever. Like her, her youngest is probably eight years old, eight, nine years old now. Her other one is, is an adult. She could care of herself. But like, I, I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't help with her or help her in the house. He lives there. He he should be. But problem is, is that I do wonder if she has an expectation all the time of, of this, which is very similar to what she expected from Louise. And Louise wasn't about it. Now, Louise, I'm not, I'm not defending him. He's an absolute dick. I don't care about him. Um, he knew he was getting himself fed too. But then again, so does Kelly, right? But, um, and, and Kelly's much older, so he should know better. Louise was very young. But I, I, I don't know. I do see the similarities to home between these two relationships based on that. So she says that she thinks that he does nothing and he disagrees with this and he gets very agitated and he apparently, according to Molly, just sits on the couch watching reality TV. I loved this. <laughs> Come on. Drop it before. Anyway. So now we're on to Kalani as well. Now we're on to the fun part of the night. She talks about the infidelity. And this is why we're here. 
and they want to figure it out whether or not they can make this relationship work. And he just starts crying. It's all me. Just cries and cries and cries. And he has a knowledge. He has things to work on. And he says he really did a bad thing. And you're here because of me. Here's what I'm saying. I've seen this shit before. My ex did the same kind of thing. Um, and it's really, this had triggered me in different ways with how he was approaching this because I saw a lot of similarities with my ex-husband. And it's like, you can't fix things by crying or just saying, I know it's my fault, so I did it. Like, that's great. You acknowledge it. But let's, let's find that ways where you won't do it again. Right? And then saying, okay, I'm going to do this to make what the bad thing is better. Because it's never just the cheating, right? At least for me, it wasn't just the cheating. The cheating was bad enough. There was so much more that I was concerned that I'm not going to get into, but there was so much more involved there. That was the problem. And his way of trying to deal with it was let me do this, let me do A, so B isn't so bad. And I was like, okay, but if you did A, because B won't be so bad, guess what? B is no longer a problem. A isn't the problem, you know? So that's, I found a lot of similarities there. And it's like, the problem when you are with an immature man who still has growing up to do. And unfortunately, my ex had a lot of growing up to do. I don't know how he is now. We've been separated for years. So, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's a lot of similarities there. He says that he wants an answer for why he did what he did. And he wants to know what the problem is. So the problem is, is that you can't keep your dick in your pants. That's the problem. When you want some fancy, magical answer, it's not there. Just don't do it. We find out that he... We find out what kind of what happened here. So he went to Saloa. He's going to go visit his dad. And Kalani says that he kind of went drinking, partying a lot. Um, and one night, he apparently kissed someone. And how she ended up finding out was by him video calling her. And he stuck his tongue out at her. And he asked, what is this? And she says that his tongue was white. And she told him that you have a yeast infection. That's thrush. What? Like, and first of all, that was Molly and Kelly's reaction. I'll get to that in a second. So, um, yeah, so Kalani says in this moment, which I know is in the back. And I'm going to address that because it's been all over kind of people debunking what she said, which is fair of me to say what she said first. So she says that there are certain ways that you can get thrush 
And it's either if you kiss someone on the lips or you kiss someone on the lips, if you know what I mean. So apparently this is incorrect. You can get thrushed by many ways. You can get thrushed by medications, um, other things. So there's a lot of different ways that you can get. And I 100% understand that. I'm not even arguing that. People have been really just upset with her kind of saying, oh, no, one way, but really there isn't. You know, there's probably other ways. That's besides the fucking point. That doesn't fucking matter. Because in this case, it doesn't fucking matter. Because that is not how he got it. Okay? I think we all need to remember that this woman knows whether or not he's taking medications, whether or not he's sick, whether or not all all these other things. Sure, she fucking knows. And if he left the states, left the state of, I think they currently live in California now, left the state of California, okay, and didn't leave with thrush. He goes to Samoa, and now he has thrush. So she, and, and if he has now said, I killed somebody, then that's how he got it. I don't give a shit about all the other shit because it doesn't apply here. She's clearly fucking correct. Now, here's my thing. He then says that I didn't, I kissed her on the lips. The fuck you did, sir. You did not kiss her on the lips. Yeah, went down on her. And that's how you probably got it. Which is so disgusting to me. Listen, I don't think I'm not talking about the yeast infection. That's unfortunately there are people who deal with that, but you know, you deal with it in such a way. There's ways you can deal with it. And you can clear that shit up within days. But you should not be having any sort of sexual contact with anybody where you cannot wear a condom to protect the other person um, until you clear it up. He is clearly not the wiser, although I, I don't know how, because I think you can usually tell if someone does um, to some extent, but as, as a woman, you know when you have fucking yeast infection, you can't ignore it. So, why? Why? And why would she want to? I, it's fucking disgusting. Um, anyway, Jovi's face in this moment when we find out what's going on is all of our faces. And, um, Molly is kicking. <laughs> this is the difference between, like, I know Molly's not black, she's not black, but Kelly is when a black person reacts to this shit. Oh my god, I was dying. Because Kelly's like, mm, mm. every time she gagged, he's like, mm. <laughs> disgusting. Anyway, 
So when he came home, it's back to Australia, Kalani, when he came home, um, she told him to tell her the truth. And he said that someone basically offered to give him a BJ. So how did you get yeast infection in your mouth then? Oh, it just hit me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't kiss this person. He didn't kiss this person on the lips. Here's what happened. Make a graphic here, guys. This is what happened. This person gave him a BJ. And he went down on her. This call was 69. Like, what the hell? That's exactly what happened. Because <laughs> how would you? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. She's trying to say that you had a yeast infection on your dick. And then she went down on you, and then you kissed her. Because then you're going to say that Kalani then had a yeast infection? Or did you get her somebody else? Like, what the fuck? Anyway. Um, now, Angela is triggered. Okay. And Michael, I caught his face there. He's like, fuck. Let's <laughs> not talk about this. And Australia basically he says to make this better. Let's even this shit up. Okay. You can have a Paul, a hall pass, Kalani, and you can kiss somebody if she wanted to. And she basically calls him out on this and says that he only told her that she could have a hall pass because he basically thought that she wouldn't actually do it. So he thought reverse psychology was going to work. I can't with this guy. Anyway, everyone is absolutely shook by the fact that he gave her the hall pass and I said, hold up, there's more. So everyone's shook, but like I said, there's more. Kalani did kiss somebody. The therapist did ask, so did you take a whole pass? And she said, yeah. So, Osvaldo says, like, this is hard, but he gave her permission. And he, kind of at this moment, kind of admits that he didn't actually think he would take it. So she solidified, like she solidified all that. And he, I'm like, then why give it to her then? If you really truly did not want to give her the hall pass, then why did you do it? Right? Now, I, I have talked in length about this, this hall pass situation because we're going to get into it even more. There's more. Let's stop here. Um, I've talked about it with people. I talked about it with another friend of mine. We're on, these two are on different sides, and I'm, on, I'm somewhere in the middle. And, you know, it's all great. Fine, take the off. I gave it to you. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with it. And I think that we have to think about it in a way where we're not colonial family, depending on where you are on the spectrum. I would not do it. I would not take the hall pass. I love my boyfriend way too much to be doing that. 
but I'm also mentally in a very different place when it comes to this. I couldn't even sleep with another man when we weren't even together. Because again, like I've mentioned before, we've been off and on throughout the time I've known him. And when we weren't together and working things out, I would another man, another man touch me. So I'm very in a different headspace with that. So the idea of having another man touch me in ways that he does, it's not going to happen. It's just not. So I have to remember how I think is very different than someone else would think. So we have to remember that. Um, and depending on where you are in the spectrum um, of this whole past, because this is whole past Kate. This is basically what's to come. Um, just be kind, I guess, is what I can say. Um, I don't know. But we'll definitely talk about it because of before. Dr. Jason, he basically says, you know, I don't think all past is a good idea because all you're going to do is I'm the problems that you already have. And I 100% agree with him here. I didn't need a doctor to tell me this. Like, I really didn't. Because no, it's not going to make anything better. It's going to make matters worse. And, um, yeah. I, want, I Otherwise, personally, for me in this moment, if my boyfriend said, here's a whole pass, go sleep with whoever you want to sleep with, the answer is no, I'm not going to do it. Because I know that it would make him absolutely uncomfortable. And it's going to make just our relationship worse. When, you know, if we have those kinds of problems, then we don't need them. Um, it's so well. Kalani kind of brings up that she was virgin. And for those who don't know, when she met him, she lost virginity to Australia. And she says here that she gave him everything and she's crying in this moment. And, you know, she's very heartbroken. I think she's, like, she's thinking, you want to have the information, you want to have And she says, like, you know, you don't cheat in order to, you know, when you have the issues, you fix it, right? She says that you, that she apparently begged him and begged him to fix the issues that they had before the cheating even happened. So here's what I'm going to say for those, again, who, you know, lose originality to somebody, you are giving such a huge part of yourself to someone. Whether you're still in contact with that person or you're not in contact with that person, you've given so much to yourself to this one person. And I would say that I had been betrayed by the person that I lost my ability to. Um, but I also had my eyes opened to who that person was. And I said no more amount. But it is heartbreaking to us to an extent, whether or not I was still involved with this person, I wasn't. Um, but it's like, I had a picture, I had a view of you for how many years after the fact, and now you're not who I think you are. And it, it's, it's, it's destroying. So when you add the fact that she lost her journey to this man, got pregnant by this man, married him, had another baby with him. 
And then the cheating happens. It's so gut-wrenching because she's like, I gave you everything and she literally needs. I not only gave you my heart, my trust, children, I gave you my body and this is how you treated it. So I, I understood where she was coming from here. It was heartbreaking to see you, but I quit. Dr. P can tell that there's more to say. And I said, you're good. Because there is more to say. Because then Kalani says that I want to come fully clean to him. And I'm waiting for therapy in order to tell him. And everyone in the group session, including everyone watching their TVs, are leaning in. Okay. And she says that the whole pass was only for a kiss. But then she says that she got to know a guy. And this is the guy she kissed. But then it escalated to oral sex. And Kelly's like, oh shit. <laughs> and Anna's like, oh god. And then Joey's like, where's the popcorn with the face that he had? Oh my goodness. And then Polly says, then it went to actual sex. So Angela and her in the moment says, I don't know if I should applaud her or say what the hell, Kalani. And this is why I said, if Angela, all fucking people, can look at the situation and say, I don't know where the fuck I lie. You know that something's so wrong with what this happened. Like, the one thing that I'll give Angela is yes, she can be inappropriate with, with people that she finds attractive. Like, for example, the guy who did her boob surgery. Yeah, he was a gorgeous man. Okay, he was gorgeous. It is what it is. I clearly have a problem when it comes to African men because they're gorgeous. African men to me are gorgeous. And clearly for her, it's the same thing. So, he was a gorgeous man. But she held him a lot. And depending on how you feel about the whole billing situation, I don't think she's actually physically cheated, emotionally, but she hasn't physically cheated, so I don't know if I give her party proof to that. I don't know. Anyway, enough about Angela. So Australia asks in this moment to call on because I feel like, are you confused by what she just said? <laughs> he um, says, so you fucked him? And Yara says, you in her in the moment she says Asriana gave the virgin a hallway. Right. You caused this basically. And I and that was one of my arguments with my friend, um, Naiva. And I said, This is why you do not marry the person you lose your virginity to. You just don't. I'm sorry. You just don't. 
because we don't know what else is out there. Listen, not to shit on the guy that I was originating to, but the man I was like, oh, my The man I love. If I, I would have missed out. So, continue. Swelly says that he, just today, he saw that she was still texting the guy that she had sex with. And I said, I'm sorry? And say that again? Um, he says, I don't talk to any of the people that I cheated with. Um, you do find out, though, that he did know about the kiss. He did know about it. Um, so he wasn't successful. It was everything else. And so she didn't think she would make a connection with the guy she cheated with. Um, and she then says that that is what has been missing in her marriage. Ouch. And she says she doesn't know what to do with the other guy, but she doesn't know what she wants to do for her marriage. So I said, okay, but if you don't want to do with the other guy, but you also want to work for your marriage, those two are contradicting. They're contradicting facts. You can't want to work on your marriage, but then still not know what you want to do with the other guy. Um, and I think we will soon find out why she doesn't know what to do with the other guy. We'll get there. Um, so now therapy is over. We're done with that. And now we're just alone with Kawani and Oswego. So he feels hurt when he says, and he says that he understands why she did it. Um, and he says, like, I just don't know if she, if she forgives me. Like, he says, like, I don't know if she, if she forgives me. And she says, you didn't say sorry, though. So what am I to forgive? And he claims that he did um, say sorry to her, but she says, you would say it wasn't a big deal. And you know, she kissed me. I didn't want to take this from her. That's all I was making excuses. And she says that she feels like he didn't care. Um, but because someone, like, you know, he didn't care about this, but now someone didn't even want me and want to be with me, now you care. Maybe that could be it. And he says he just wants to focus on them. So, the only thing when I get back to the room that he asks, if he doesn't ask the proper questions, and she does bring this up, that you don't, you're not even asking the questions. You're not asking those questions that is going to help you understand why it happened and what needs to be fixed so that it doesn't happen again. So he asked her, is he better in bed than me? And she says, do you really want to know this? And she says, okay, well, the difference with the two of you is when um, him, like when she asks us what's you, it's about him and his pleasure, basically. 
and when he's with the other guy, it's about both of them. Now, that is how sex should be. It should be about both of you. That's what you know. It's good. <laughs> um, and he said they didn't understand. Because he says that I do want me to. I think you're missing the point here, sir. Um, and then she says that when you sex with a woman, your goal should be to try to hold her cum basically. You're finished. And he says that I usually do that. Like it was nice. Like, so I'm coming in to re-record this section because I couldn't really hear it well. So I'm redoing it. Um, so we're leaving off basically with the whole thing of when you try to have sex with a woman, your goal is to make her finish. Correct? Right. So he says that I usually do that. And she says, do you? So I'm assuming either she's faking it or he really doesn't know whether or not someone does. And he says to her at this point, then he is better than me. And she says, okay, let me say it like this. How you are in your everyday life outside of the bedroom is how you are in the bedroom. So basically she's trying to say he is selfish. And she says she would have been happy only being with him sexually. And she does in this moment call him out on the fact that he is not asking the right questions. That he should really be asking, how do we fix this? How do we move on from this? Um, and he asks, you know, do you want to be with him? And she doesn't answer. And that is basically how the episode ends with Kalani and El Swelu. So this season on, we see Kalani impersonating Angela. And we talk. The female G spot with a sex expert or sex therapist or whatever. And apparently, Kelly doesn't know where the G spot is, but he hasn't found it. You are 40 something years old and you have one G spot yet? Shit. <laughs> anyway, um, we see them doing some sort of trust obstacle course or something. And um, Ed's cheating. Well, this is fucking new. Um, and he is called out on this. And he is a bitch. I'm not sure. He's called a bitch, but he's called a bitch. Um, Jovi apparently brought someone to their bed. And Yara is freaking out. Um, well, he doesn't know if she still loves him. And this really upsets Molly and kind of walks away at this point. Um, we see drama between Los Angeles. I don't know if we talk about it. We won't talk about it. I'll see how I feel. And Kalani's other company apparently wanted to come 
see her. I don't know if you want to come see her in Florida. But you want to come see her. And she saw him. So again, why are we here then? If you just, you're just hell-bent on, I'm not going to make this work. But I'm hooked. This, this, this episode was great. The season was good. I wasn't expecting this. I hate it here. <laughs> but that's it for the last resort. Um, if you like what you heard, please share reality tea times two with everyone in your life. Please make sure too that you hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. We would also greatly appreciate if you rate and review the podcast. It helps with our growth and helps spread the word to everyone who isn't yet listening. And you can do that on either Applecast or Spotify. If you're an avid YouTube user, you can listen to this episode on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so on either Facebook, Instagram, or threads at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also email us at Reality Tea Times 2 on Hotmail.com. We have a website where you can listen to all of the episodes. Um, and you can also get links to our Facebook and uh, Instagram, and I think YouTube, and then at realitytimes2.ludu.com. All of this information will be in our show notes. So that is it for now, guys. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for our editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. 
and you can get access to an easy software.